What's up and welcome to the Best Day of My Life Project, a podcast created to help you better enjoy the process and make the most out of each day. Join me as I share my own trials, tribulations, and discoveries to be happier, healthier, and more present. Welcome back to the Best Day of My Life Project, episode number 13, What You Don't See. Today we got a very important topic that's so prevalent to our day-to-day life, it's sickening. Uh, But before I get into that, I I wanted to share a little bonus content, if you don't mind me, uh, offering up some fitness and well, more or less nutrition tips. I just had a a conversation with a member who, she crushes her workouts, like she gives it everything she has, but she hit a plateau and she was kind of frustrated about it. So we were talking and... You know, some of the things that came out of it are, are very common that we, that we find. Number one, she just wasn't having enough calories. And that is something she wasn't doing on purpose, but just by nature of her busy life, she wasn't getting enough calories. And, you know, some nights she would you know, she'd be home all day, and then she would work at night. And working a job that she was very busy on her feet, she wouldn't be able to stop and eat, working for five, six hours at night, and then coming home and having something quick and easy, like a bowl of cereal, and then going to bed. And obviously she knew that wasn't a formula for success, but it's just what her circumstance sort of allowed for. And so that's kind of the way, you know, life is, especially with nutrition, is that we have to be intentional and look at these problems as like, okay, well, here's what we have, so what can we do? Versus just accepting it. Now, she was not accepting it. She came to me and we talked about it. But I want you to think about that in your own life where like – Looking at like, oh, I can't do this because, or my schedule is this, or whatever you say, like that's just an excuse. And I'm not saying that as like some Tony Tough Nuts, but it's just the reality of it. Like we can say it all we want, but the reality is there's always a way to go outside of it. And so look for like, okay, what could I do differently? And so what we did for her really quick was, you know, during her shift where she's working at night, I told her to do two things, one or two options, make sure that she is... Either she either has a uh, shake that she can sip as she's on her feet, and this might apply to you earlier in the day versus night, but you know, going eight hours without or five hours without food isn't always a good thing because then you're just starving, right? Especially if it's the end of the night. So having a shake that she can sip on her feet or even something like bone broth where you can sip. You put some herbs in it like basil, like literally just sip it like a cough out of a coffee mug. The other thing we discussed was having a big meal before she goes in as well as a big breakfast. You hear a lot about eating frequently throughout the day. Your body does not care how much you eat or how often you eat, I should say. It does care about how much you eat. So whether or not you eat six times or three times or five times, it doesn't matter as long as you're eating enough for your body and you're doing it in a way that is giving your body some breaks. So you're not just like constantly, you know, uh, eating throughout the day because we don't want that. Now, one more thing that I want to share from our conversation I thought was helpful for for her and it will be for a lot of people as well, which was she's make, she makes all of her kids lunch every day. It's a lot of food to make for people. And so uh, she's just she's burnt out about making food and her, she's making her kids what the kids want, she's, you know, which isn't always what she wants for her goals and such. So she doesn't really eat and then she gets to like 3 o'clock and she's starving, right, because she didn't eat during that lunch period. So what I suggested for her was to find a, a service like uh, – like, like any sort of meal prep service that will provide just lunches. And, you know, you can look at the cost, but it's really not that much more 
than making it yourself or especially not going out to get it somewhere. And if you're only doing one meal a day, like that's worth it. Like if you can find the hardest meal of your day that you just haven't been able to make something good for yourself to eat, then it, it makes complete sense to outsource that. And again, eating out, like even McDonald's prices are higher than they used to be. Like if that, if that's what you're eating, it's a whole different conversation. But the point is, is that uh, that is something that you should consider. If you're having a hard time eating clean at a specific meal, well, maybe, you know, either you got to do something about it, fit yourself, like make it, or I know that's really hard for a lot of people and I get it. That If that's not the option, the only other option is to outsource it and delegate it and have some sort of meal prep service there. So those are just a few of the things we discussed. Um, but again, I thought they would be helpful for you. So uh, let's get back on track. Uh, today's dad joke. I'm going to kind of do a back and forth with the, the dad and the son. So the dad says, I don't trust those trees, son. The son says, why not, dad? The dad goes, they seem kind of shady. They seem kind of shady. <laughs> oh, it's good. That is just good. Unfortunately, I don't give credit to whoever comes up with these great jokes. I'd love to give credit to that where credit's due, but, uh, you know, nonetheless. So, all right, let's get real. Today's quote of the day, observing everyone on the surface, then comparing what you see to what you're feeling deep inside is a guaranteed method of sinking yourself even lower. And that is from Humble the Poet. It's pretty powerful and it's so true. And how often do we do that, right? We, we hear or we see somebody and it looks like they're just killing it. They're fit. They're successful. They're happy from what it seems like. And we're comparing that to how we feel inside. And we're naturally going to like just feel like crap about ourselves. See, what we don't see or we might not hear about that person is their struggles and and that's a real thing. Like they're going, it doesn't matter. You know, most people are on their best behavior on social media and in a limited time you see them. In limited time, like that could be at the office. Like you might be with them eight hours a day. That's still only a third of their day, you know? So you're seeing them in a limited time, right? Just think about it. Like you ever live with somebody? They, they were, you know, you knew what you knew before you live with them and then you live with them and you're like, oh, okay, here's this. Like, you know a lot more when you're with somebody all the time, right, than when you're not. But the point is, is you can't worry about it because people are, everyone is just as messed up as crazy as us. So I don't care who you're looking at. It is a true thing. You know, this was a very interesting awakening for me. I was, um, you know, I, I often talk about Dr. John Martini, He's a huge uh, influence for me and, and, and mentor from afar. I've attended his Breakthrough Experience workshop um, twice. It was a very powerful weekend. And he, like, when you listen to this man talk, he's like, he's never talking over you, like using ridiculously big, big words, but he talks with like, he's an intellect, he's an intellect. He's like so intellectual and everything he says is just like, like, it's like a quote, everything he says. And you ask any question on anything and he's able to provide not only theory, but also science. It's like, he's, he's good and very, the much abstract, but he can also give you like very like tangible and, and you know, things to back up what he's saying. And so it's, you know, what I found interesting was I was sitting there and I'm like, man, this guy is like so smart. And then all of a sudden he would like do a bunch of self deprivation, like pretty extreme self, not extreme, but like what you wouldn't expect from an intellect. 
of intellectual. I don't know what the hell the word is. Clearly, I'm not one of those. <laughs> Whatever. But the point is, is that he would make these jokes and you'd be like, what? Did he just? And then I'm like thinking to myself, like, why is he? And so I, I, a friend of mine, actually, Trevor, had told me about uh, that DMAR. And, and that's how, you know, it got me there. And, and him and I were talking. And I'm like, dude, this guy's unreal. And I'm like, but dude, his, his, uh, he shits at himself all the time. Like, a lot of self-deprivation. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I know. I noticed the same thing. He's like, so much so, I started to talk to him on breaks. So I'm like, oh, shit. You just went and talked to him? Like, yeah. He's like, he's super down to earth. Like, I was asking him a question during a break. And he asked me to have lunch. And we were just talking. And so Trevor asked him. He's like, you know, is that intentional? Like to what you say? And and Demar said, absolutely. He said, yeah. He's like, what happens is, is I'm on a pedestal to people when I'm talking, not because of what I want to do, but just because I'm standing up talking and they're sitting down listening and I'm providing a lot of good information. I have a lot of good knowledge. It's easy for people to put me on a pedestal. And so it's a way for me to take myself off the pedestal to show them that I'm just as human. And that's important because when they see that you're human, they can hear you. And when they hear you, they get the message and they can relate and then they can apply it to their everyday life versus looking at you as some like Superman, superpower and feeling as though you just can't, you can't connect. And I thought that was just an, an incredible thing. And it just, you know, it was a good sort of experience for me seeing that and going through that and then recognizing myself when I would meet people who I looked up to or I would, you know, see people online and be like, wow, these guys are incredible. And I used to get super nervous. Like even in my twenties and I'd meet somebody like I would get shy. I would go back to that little boy who was like insecure and, and stumbling on his words and just not myself. And that, that was a eye opener for me. So I was like, wait a second, like this person is just as messed up as crazy as I am. They might not just be showing it. And, and that was a big game changer for me. So I wanted to share that today because it, it's important for, for you to understand that, you know, there is, there is no stress free care for your life. Like if you're looking for a life without adversity, like real adversity and a life that supports all your idealisms, like nothing is against what you believe should be, then watch a damn movie, then take a cold shower and wake up because that is just not what's going to happen. And if you chase that you know, fantasy, you're only going to be left with disappointment. Both internal and external stress are a part of every human life. There's just no way around it. And what's fascinating to me is thinking about our early ancestors, right? When, they, when our ancestors were evolving, they had real issues. This is when our fight or flight system was developed. And it was through the, the survival of the fittest. Those were able to run away from... The predators were able to survive. Those are who were more resourceful, both like in, you know, figuring out how to manage their food supply and find food supply and strategize around that and against other tribes, they survived. And so they gave us these responses, these fight or flight responses. This is when all that was developed. And they had real issues. They had literally daily life or death. Like, you know, is another tribe gonna come kill my tribe today? Our animal, these pr huge predators that are roaming wildly, gonna you know, kill us when we're hunting or we're just hanging out. You know, are we going to starve? Are we going to be able to feed our family? And they would have simple diseases, like simple things that that would literally wipe out entire villages, like aren't even an issue for our immune system now. And they had all of this stuff back then. And I would make the argument that our stress level is higher today than it, than it was then. Because 
we live in in absence, especially in America. And I'm not I shouldn't say especially in America. In America, a lot of countries actually don't. And I know there are some pockets of America that are not very safe, but 99% of the time, we live in absence of real absence of real threat. So we find things to stress about because like our, you know, we're designed to handle stress. And our our phone reminds us daily of opportunities to get stressed about, whether it's a constant notifications, reading something you don't like on social media, seeing somebody who you're comparing yourself to on social media feeling worse about yourself, or just getting nonstop calls or, or freaking group texts. Oh, group texts. Oh my gosh. Whoever created group texts text is the worst person on earth because Oh, it's just so annoying sometimes, especially when you're like, dude, I don't even want to, why are you putting me in your group text? I don't even care. Get me out of here. But the point is, the good news is that we, the level of which we suffer is in our control. Okay. We cannot control the things that happen. There are external things that are going to happen to us. There's adversity that's going to happen to us. And it, there's just no control over that. But what we can control is the resistance we have. Wishing things to be different than they are versus just accepting reality as it is and doing what you can to, to improve your day-to-day, right? Because that, there's that caveat. you got to accept what is out of your control that you can't do anything about, but focus on what you can control. And really, you can only control your physical actions and your internal thoughts. That's it. So if you focus on that, yes, you're going to experience pain, but the less resistance you have, the less you're going to suffer. You hear all the time about like, you know, there's all these cliches like life begins when you're outside of your comfort zone and, and all these things about how you should step outside your comfort zone, get comfortable being uncomfortable. There's a great amount of amazing cliche quotes about that and they're all true. But the reality of it is, is we are designed to grow. That's This is why they're true. Literally, like think about it. A baby. Think about the evolution of a baby. They're, they're, they're born. Then they learn to crawl and then they learn to to stand up and they learn to walk and then they, they continue to grow and they learn their motor skills and they learn starting to learn like basic things like saying words and, and, and then eventually reading and then they learn about sciences and mathematics and all of these things and then we turn into adults and some of us get in situations where we're in a, a job that we're passionate about and we are constantly pursuing more information that's a good thing. But if we're not intentional about that, and a lot of us aren't just because we get caught in the everyday stress of life, well, we get the, we're not using our minds that are designed to problem solve. For problem solving, we're using them to deal with the sort of trivial issues that so many of us face on a day-to-day basis. We are gifted with the ability to solve problems. And so here is what the action steps for today are. Number one, start being aware of when you see someone else and you wish you had their life. And maybe you didn't wish or have your life, but you were just envious or jealous of their life. And remind yourself that this person has, and relative to them, has just as much struggle, maybe more, than you. And also know that if you knew what was really going on behind the curtain, you may not want that life. And, and it's easy for you to say, oh, yeah, I bet. I'd be, I wish I had a million dollars. I'd be fine. Okay. You think that. But you know what? Some of the richest people in the world are the most depressed. And there's reasons for that. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything money that is that's going to make you happier or not. Right? And there's obviously a tipping point there. But for the sake of this conversation, the second thing I want you to think about is start looking at your problems as opportunities. Now, I know that sounds like a motivational quote and it's like, 
Yeah, like, okay. Well, honestly, though, what's the alternative? Look at your problems as problems and just focus on the negative? Or, like, okay, this sucks. I'm going to cry. I'm going to bitch. I'm going to complain. And then I'm going to look at what can I do about this? Because if you don't have that attitude, you're just a victim of your circumstances. And everything in your life is just going to go down this slippery slope. And it's not going to be a good thing. So, guys, control. Control that mind and what you allow it to think. And start taking action on the way your mind is thinking and, and, and catching yourself when you fall yourself there. Know that what you don't see is likely going to change the way you could look at the situation. So just know that it exists. You don't need to know everybody's dark secrets. Just know that they're human and you are too. So stop comparing yourself and just focus on what you can control. So that's what I got for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Now you know what time it is. Go out there and make the best out of today. One of the ways you can do that is by inspiring others. Share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, shoot, cool stranger, whoever you think could benefit. And if you haven't yet, go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast so we can continue to learn from feedback and add more value to your life.